Hello everyone and welcome back to Cinema Gems and as always I'm your host the Admirable Admiral and as always we are in a video store somewhere in your hometown so come find us. Yes, video stores still exist and I know you, you're wondering probably wait who? We? You said we. No this isn't the royal we where it's just me. Of course this is of course the Honorable Tesla and the Fantastic Miss Frieda are in the video store snuggling up in their little beds getting all cozy and communing with each other in the force but of course also through space and time the illustrious but maestro himself how's it going buddy welcome back to cinema gems everyone and oh if you read the title you know that this isn't just another episode of cinema gems this is another episode of cinema gems doing star wars because we can't fucking help ourselves. So welcome back to another show on the internet that talks about our favorite shit, this time Star Wars. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's so it. That's the thing, show. So funny thing, on paper, this is episode 420. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Um. So, yeah, guys, so we've been doing a lot of, like, you know, um, type of old movies, like, movies that we haven't really, like, the last movie that we've done, like, a really good, like, a recent movie was, if you don't count Muppets Haunted Mansion, was, like, probably episode 400, which was the Mando season three. Yeah. So, so we're, 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 you know, we're like, hey. Let's do this modern shit again for a couple episodes. We're, we're also, we got to admit, we're also a little bit late to talking about this series because most of the roar and hubbub of Ahsoka died down about a month ago when the last episode premiered. But the Admiral and I really wanted to sit with this series for a little bit and rewatch it a few times uh, because, I mean, I... As much as there's so much of it that I love, there are other things that maybe in the moment kind of hit me weird. But I'm glad I rewatched the series because I appreciate those things more. Uh, and we're just, we're, I guess this is our little way of trying to fight the knee-jerk reactions online. Uh, because a lot of them, let's be honest, come out of sexism. Yep. Because the Star Wars fandom is their own worst enemy... And there's a lot of latent sexism in there, uh, which was made incredibly evident when the first few episodes of this show premiered. And uh, lo and behold, it's a mostly female cast, which I know the Admiral and I are, think is fucking awesome and long overdue yeah. in this series. Yeah. Can we have more? Can Please? we have more female characters? Can we have more awesome, badass female characters in this series? I just... I'm gonna more, be like, more women I'll be in the like Star Oliver Wars universe. Because, have some yeah, more, we, sir? we have to point out, for the longest time, the only named uh, female characters in Star Wars were Mon Mothma and Princess Leia. Oh, hey, and don't forget about Princess Leia's mom, Padme. I don't remember her name, is the thing. Padme. Padme Amidala? Oh, Padme. Well, yeah, I was talking what? about original trilogy. Oh, like before the sorry. prequels. Before the prequels, the only named female characters in Star Wars were Mon Mothma and Princess Leia. So I'm glad sorry. that's getting remedied over time. Okay, so do you, do you want to, do you want to talk about the cast, or do you just want to go into like 
the episodes. We can go into the episodes because there's a lot of different cast things that we can talk about as we go. Um, Alright, so the first two episodes dropped on the first day, and I'm glad that they did. Basically... Right, Master and Apprentice as well as Toil and Trouble. Yeah. Yeah, which I do like Toil and Trouble. I thought that was a really good, like, name for that episode. Uh, we have to point out the first episode of this season, of this series, starts with, it's not a cold open. It's a, it's a scroll. It's a, it's a uh, text crawl, except, as so many people have pointed out, most of the text crawls in the movies and series have been yellow print. This is red print. Now, or Adam, blue or light blue print. Uh, can can you tell us why that might be significant in a Star Wars sense? So, because I believe the is... last time we were given red text in a Star Wars crawl was for one of these Star Wars video games, specifically Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. So, this is this is me today, Filoni, being an armchair podcaster i don't even i don't even consider myself an armchair director at this point i'm an armchair podcaster at this point so dave i'm talking to you specifically dave is this the significance that we're going to see the diluge and divulge of the new order because quote unquote spoiler alert thrawn is coming back to wreak havoc on what the remnants of the empire is and can uh, control and put them together yeah. in order and exploit to exploit the new, the very delicate new Republic. Exactly. Like, is that what Dave, is that what you're doing? Dave, look, I know, I know you listen to this podcast. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mr. Filoni. I know you listen to this podcast, Mr. Filoni. Um, yes, and so is does, that what you're so does to do? Sam Whitwer and uh, yeah, sure. I would be, I I would want her to We can dream, okay damn it. You know what? I'm, I'm tweeting at them. I don't give a shit what the fuck it's called. I'm tweeting at them. I don't give X, formerly known as Twitter. I'm tweeting at them. I'm tweeting it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what I think personally is that because it shows like how everybody's in disarray right now. Like even the new the new order isn't even doesn't know what's going on right now. The, the new like re- they, the new republic is so scattered and clusterfucked and really trying to pick up as many of the already working pieces of the empire that they can just boop, repurpose into this new republic. Uh, and a lot of it's not working as well as they want it to. Um, we'll yep. get there because this episode this first episode starts with uh a new republic cruiser being boarded by a uh by a ship a very old looking jedi ship and out of it comes Balin skull and uh Chinhati, his apprentice uh and they bust out the person we saw fighting ahsoka with back in i think it was mando season two uh with the yeah. uh I almost said Kaibar. That's not Ed. Uh, Beskar with the Beskar staff, the Beskar bow staff. Oh, Morgan uh, Elsbeth. Morgan Elsbeth, yeah. Uh, who is a fucking badass? Could you have guessed back then that she was associated with the Night Sisters? Um, that's well, a hell of a reveal. She, she did mention that she used to have, like, she was a part of. Uh, that 
Is it Dar- that myth? Dar- oh. Dark magic? No, Dar- the the planet that... Oh, Dathomir. Um, that, she, she did mention that she was from Dathomir. Okay. So I don't think that was a bit of a stretch, to be honest with okay, you. Okay, cool. Because, I mean, look, we're both technically kind of Cajun in a sense. So we could, you know, if need be, we could make, you know, gumbo or crawfish etouffee if we were given the right recipe. Mm. And I feel like she was given the characterization for that because she was written better in this series than she was in Mandalorian season two. Oh, agree. I mean, that's agree. what I think. Big agree. That's what, that's what I think. A- absolutely so, agree. So I don't think it's as much of a stretch, but yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Um, so basically Lothal comes in and, um, uh, Ezra Bridger is, Dragged to an unknown location. No one knows where he is. No one knows where he is. Um, Sabine watches uh, this video, uh, this hologram of him talking to her before he leaves. Um, and they're doing this big old, like, I guess, press conference kind of thing. It's a memorial. And, it's a memorial. Yeah. And we get, oh my God, dude. Do you do you want to talk about Mr. Krabs? Uh, AKA Lex Luthor. Yes. Yes. I, I love that they got him. Because th- this was his character in Rebels. Which, if you don't Correct. already know, uh, to fully understand Ahsoka, there is a little bit of homework required. I'm not going to say required, but encouraged. Uh, because, as I'm sure the Admiral has been waiting to point out, Ahsoka Season 1 is Rebels Season 5. Thank you. Uh, it's actually been said on set while making this show that um, uh, Dave Filoni just called it Rebel Season Five. Like he's like, it's Rebel Season Five, people. Just like, okay. It basically um, is. Uh, so there's a lot of continuation so, factors, uh, it, it, including a lot of carryover, rather, including uh, the amazing Eugene Krabs, uh, who's thank you, Clancy Jones. Clancy Brown, bro. Clancy Brown, you're right. Uh, I also can't believe we haven't talked about Ray Stevenson yet. Because, holy shit, even um, in that very first scene, he steals the goddamn show. And... So, besides the Punisher movie that he was that he was really good in, but the movie was fucking horrible, this is my favorite role he's ever done. Have you ever seen the, uh, I think it was early 2000s King Arthur movie... Where Antoine Fuqua uh, put King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table in like Roman occupied Britain. No. Oh. Was it is it is it good? It's it's fine. It's kind it's Is it's, the only good part? Oh no. Clive Owen is in it. There's a bunch of people, like there's a bunch of cool ass weapons and shit. Ray Stevens is like the tank of the group. Oh, okay. He he's the um, big broad axe of... wielding fucking muscle man tank oh. of the group. Uh, and he's one of my ex coworkers said it best. He's uh, Ray Stevenson in this series is basically playing a Game of Thrones character, but with a lightsaber. Yes, absolutely yes, and it works so fucking like, well. The shit he the shit he fucking delivers, even if it's just minuscule lines, 
the gravitas that he fucking brings to this fucking role. It's holy shit. Uh, so before we move on with the rest of these episodes, I do need to point out, Admiral, I don't know if you've heard about this yet, but the next Tales of the Jedi animated season is going to have it better be at least it, one it episode. It's going to have at least one episode, just like we had some flashback episodes of a younger Dooku and a younger Qui-Gon. We're going to have some flashback pre-order 66 episodes of Balin Skull. Jedi Balin Skull. As as I'm fine oh, do with you know that, who do you know who's gonna voice it? I'm assuming his son. Nope. Who? Sean Bean. Oh my god, that's even better. No fucking Boromir. No no offense to Ray Stevenson, but the person that you get to replace Ray Stevenson's character is Sean fucking Bean. Yes, please. That's a compliment. That's like one hundred percent compliment. I'm I'm pretty sure Ray Stevenson and Sean Bean were like acting Friends. I'm pretty sure that. So, buds. like, there's gonna be a lot of there's gonna be a lot of love put into that. Um, and the other thing is, is I'm fine. So, if they ever do an Ahsoka season two or a Rebel season six, just don't recast Skull. Just like have his have his have his entire story play out in animation, play out in animation, and have Sean Bean do an older version. Of whatever journey that Dave Filoni wants. Dave Filoni, look, I know you're listening. Okay? So whatever journey that you want Skull to go on, just do it in animation. And, you know, now that I know that Sean Bean's voicing him, get Sean Bean to voice it. Just just do that, man. Just just, just do that. Just, you know what? Just do that. I don't want you to recast. I don't want you to do that. Because that will diminish the amazing acting job that 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 Ray Stevenson, Ray Stevenson. yeah but legit just do animation because you can do so much in a fucking animation like I I it, it's the Star Wars fandom really all came together in general shock and amazement when Balin Skull came on screen right after we all found out that he suddenly passed away after doing this role it, it it's like the Star Wars fandom's equivalent of Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it hit hard. It hit really hard. It did. He he brought one of the coolest Star Wars characters to life. And that's why episode four uh is one of my favorite uh episodes because of him and Ahsoka's interaction. The way he attacked with a, just a broadsword, but also the way like his the way he would say the lines that it's just like, he's like, do you miss the, ju-? he's like, do you miss it? I miss it. Just moment, moments of it. So, uh, no need for us to go through every episode, uh, beat for beat, because we highly encourage y'all to watch this show. Uh, but essentially to fast forward through all of the plot to get us here, uh, Thrawn's probably on the other side of the galaxy. Morgan Elsmeth is using night night sister magic to track him on the other side of the galaxy and build an absurdly huge hyperspace ring to get them there and potentially bring the admiral and the his grand admiral. Uh, grand admiral. I know, I know. Thank you, the grand admiral and his star destroyer back to the galaxy so he can bring order to uh, the galaxy. Yeah. I mean, essentially, that's it, but. 
the first two episodes. Uh, and Ahsoka and Sabine, with the assistance of the amazing droid, played by yes. uh, David You're Tennant. basically a Jedi... Uh, uh, a Jedi Hu Yang. That's ex- he's he's basically he's he's walking he's walking Wikipedia. Yep. So he's basically the Doctor. They 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 got David Tennant brilliantly to play a walking Wikipedia, and he plays it. The website I am currently on for the plot of this show perfectly, amazingly. He's one of the most fun parts uh, of the show. Watching other characters interact with him and him exposing all of the answers to weird Jedi lore that we as a fandom have been asking for years and is fucking him, awesome. Like, mm, I only know of one other Jedi that did this. His name was Balin Skull. And it's just like, holy shit, you remember every fucking person that ever made a fucking lightsaber? You would. You're lightsaber, yeah. You fucking would. Um... Uh, he has been preserving one of these older Jedi shuttles uh, since well before, well after the Clone Wars, I have to imagine. Uh, and him and Ahsoka have been just riding around the galaxy trying to find these little breadcrumbs. But they uh, go to... I, now, I have to point out, I know your favorite episode is episode right. four. And that's fair. But I don't remember if it's in episode three or four. I think it's in three. Uh, where Ahsoka and Sabine have their little sparring sequence in, in the that ship. In yeah, That was in three? That is one of my favorite fucking moments in this show. Holy shit, the choreography in this was done so well, and they've done so much to bring the influence of Jedi philosophy uh, and combat into... The samurai stylistically, which is you didn't you perfect. didn't like fucking like Anakin's perfect. hologram. Oh, I loved Anakin's hologram. I loved I loved seeing Sky Guy Sky again. Guy. No, that one was a good episode. It was nice. He, it was very reminiscent, and it also also Hu Yang when he was like when he was like he, he was like you missed this many times, but you're getting better, and it's like. All right, that's what a good teacher would say. Like, All right. So, getting to your favorite episode, where Sabine and Ahsoka get to the Cetus. planet where uh, Morgan Elspeth is trying to take out, take off from Cetus, and uh, we have these awesome duels first between you know a, a grudge match between Sabine and uh, Shin Hati. Round two, right? Yeah. Round and, two, yeah. Oh yeah. This is their round two. This is their grudge match. Uh, and meanwhile, Ahsoka is fighting first before she gets to Balin Skull. This masked dude oh, that Merrick? no one knew about and had everyone Merrick? theorizing. There was a bunch of people. Yeah, I was, I was hoping for Starkiller. That's what a lot of people were stoked. We got it. We got a Night Sister zombie, which was a little disappointing in the moment. But as the series went on, made more that sense one, a lot of people thought that one a lot of people thought mara jade i thought she would have been really good Ooh. like that one but also a lot of people thought ezra a lot of people thought ezra and i was hard no on that but i like when i i thought that was i like when he got sliced ezra would not be yeah, that like corrupted got... ezra has killed enough inquisitors to know not yeah. to be one. I like when he got sliced and like this fucking dark, like, like, 
magic just comes out of fucking nowhere and what yeah Flatos and I were both a little bit shocked about and I that. like how it just like no no questions were fucking answered and it just drops like that's that was fucking Star Wars being like ooh you like this thing well fuck it you don't give a shit about that no more fucking care about this shit over here and it's just like okay like the Star Wars fandom's just like uh okay I guess we're never gonna talk about that ever again but yeah I'm fine with this other thing too sure let's go ahead like I said, it makes more sense in the context of the show as the show goes on because we find out all these other crazy night sister things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you remember back in Clone Wars, there were several episodes on Dathomir where we saw the night sisters full on raise an yep. army of the dead. Yep. This is not new to the Star Wars fan. Um, and then, uh, so that then, was cool as hell. But then oh your favorite moment, her showdown with Balin well, Skull. Like, which is so emotional and so strategic. I, I love that we're getting more of lightsaber combat with chess-like strategy yeah, being implemented. And I love when he when she takes out her lightsaber and he literally he's like he just kind of sighs and takes his out. And he's like, so inevitable. <laughs> he he because oh, and he's taunting yeah. her, absolutely fucking taunting her, knowing what he knows about Anakin. And I like how uh, I like how he's like. Uh, your destruction just like your master's and she gets pissed she's like well fuck you dude no one no one fucking knows and he's like many people everyone knew Anakin in the Jedi Order but not not many people lived to see what he became which is like oh my god the fucking way he was the way he dropped those lines I I don't know if Dave Filoni Dave Filoni I know you're listening but I don't know if Dave Filoni, mm. like, basically told, to, you know, was like, "Hey, Ray, look, this is what this is what I want. Um, so you can do whatever you want with it, but just like basically play a Game of Thrones character, but with a lightsaber." And he just went with it. Yeah, he just went with it. Absolutely. Uh, so from there, uh, Ahsoka gets knocked off the cliff and for a hot minute presumed dead, while Sabine is kind of bartering, kind of bargaining, with, doing exactly what Ahsoka was yes. afraid of. Uh, Patron, uh, with Patron Shinhati asked me and, this, and I I said no to this, um, but hmm. Patron asked me, she goes, did he, did Skull convince her through the Force? And I'm like, no, he's literally... But she, she, he definitely read oh, 100, her one hundred percent. But he didn't use the force because she's not weak-minded. She's not a wink. She's not. right. He's not using the force to persuade her. He's using the force to read to gather information. So then he can just use his natural charm to yeah. persuade hey, look, her. If Ray Stevenson comes up to me with that outfit, I'm gonna be like, "Whatever you want, man. Like, whatever you want. I don't care. Whatever, man." That I I can think of a few reasons why that might be hard to pull off, Admiral. R.I.P. Um. Uh, and then they, uh, Hera and a bunch of and a squadron of uh, X-wings show up. Um, and a few of them get wrecked by the hyperspace ring because I love how they're like, I love how the robots like they're in our way, and uh, Morgan's just like, proceed. Just fucking run them over. <laughs> and. Uh, 
Did you notice one of those X-Wing pilots was Alan Tudyk? Really? Wash. No. Yep. No. Are you serious? Okay, shut up. <laughs> Are you joking? I'm sorry, Alan Washburn. Are you joking? AKA, I don't remember if he was Tucker or Dale in Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Was he Tucker? Was he Tucker? Yeah, because Dale was the big one. He was the big guy. Yeah. Wait, are you serious? You're joking. No, he he really was one of the X Wing pilots. I don't think he was one of the X Wing pilots that got fucking wrecked by the giant ring, the Eye of Scion. The Eye of Scion? The Eye of Morgon? The Eye of Morgon. Yep. 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 yep, Oh, wow. That's cool. Dave Filoni did the voice of Chopper. Awesome. I've... His name is Chopper. He's a menace. He's a thing. I don't see see anything... I don't see anything on uh, IMDb, but... If you can, if you can actually verify that source, I would, I would be greatly appreciated. I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he did a little for Chopper during the. Oh no, series. I was talking about. If it wasn't, is it? If it wasn't D. Bradley Baker. No, I was talking was about Alan Tunick. I'm sorry, I was talking about Alan Tunick. It was in the credits of the episode. Okay, I'll, I'll go back and watch that episode. That's my favorite. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we get. The interesting episode. She is in the world between Which worlds. I have a problem with this episode. I wanted the world between. What is your problem with this? I episode? wanted the world between worlds segment to be longer. Me too. That's all I wanted. Thank That's you. That's all I want. Thank you. I wanted more of the world between worlds. I wanted more uh, Ahsoka and Anakin uh, uh, snips and Sky Guy flashbacks. Did you? Uh, did you? I want clips to things we hadn't already seen. Even though, don't get me wrong, I fucking loved seeing these clips of things we've already seen in Clone Wars just recontextualized. That was fucking how'd cool. You, how'd you seeing feel about, real uh, life. Ah, oh, awesome. I was about to say Rex. You read my mind. Uh, I thought that was good. It was fucking Did awesome. Did you see in some of the scenes? Uh, in the shadows, you could see, like, especially when he's walking into the Clone Wars, you could see the outlay of Darth Vader. Yeah. that was fucking cool. Ev- everything about these scenes. I love that uh, Hayden Christensen is back. How'd you, and I love how'd you that. Like when he turned, quote-unquote, evil and had yellow eyes. Oh, so cool. I thought that was cool, too. So fucking cool. Uh, so basically she's there genuinely scary genuinely scarier than anything that he ever got the chance to really yeah. do in the prequels yeah. and again this is not shitting on Hayden Christensen he was kind of fucked by giving you know half-baked material that hadn't gone f- very wooden dialogue very wooden direction yeah. uh, but look what the fuck he can do with good dialogue and good direction yep um and uh, so the whole reason that she's in this is because she's technically, I guess Anakin technically saved her in a way. I mean, that and her spirit is tied to the force directly, correct. because remember from the Clone Wars, he's technically died she's already. Technically the sister, and right? Is she the daughter? The daughter. 
the daughter. The daughter basically sacrificed her her mortal form and embedded her spirit within Ahsoka, right. which is why the owl follows her around yeah. everywhere. So basically she's here to find out what she did wrong and to learn from her mistakes, but her master, her former master, uh, is there to wreak havoc. Um, and this was a pretty badass scene. Well, give, her some, give her some important context. Huh? Get it, it, wreak havoc and give her some important context. Uh, and then we get to... What do we get to? What do we get to? We get to... Uh, that was that was part six. Part seven? Oh no, we're, we're going to part six. Where Ahsoka takes the space whales. Yep. Ahsoka... Ahsoka no, 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 no. This is, no, no, no. The, no, no, the no. Purgle. That was in That was in that episode where Ahsoka, Ahsoka goes and talks to the space whales. And then the beginning of this episode... No, oh, we need to talk about Jaden. We need to okay. talk about Hera okay. and... Right. Uh, I'm going to take a hot take right now. I'm sorry. Hera basically did nothing in this series. Hera did nothing. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, but that is strictly to demonstrate the terrible failure of bureaucracy within the New Republic. Because it's not from lack of trying that Hera didn't get to really do anything. That being said, we see by the end of the series how prepared she is, uh, at least her side of the fleet, for Thrawn's return. I 100% I agree Like, she's with taking you. this threat seriously, even if the rest of the New Republic isn't, because of political bullshit. I 100% agree with you, since you have put that in, in front of me and gave me the juxtaposition of what I thought, and you also backed that up, I 100% agree with you. Thank you. It does not make sense, but that's fine. Um, how'd you like C-3PO's cameo? That was fun. What about, what about Admiral fun. Akbar in the background? Nobody wants to fucking talk about him? <laughs> no, I definitely pointed him out. He he was yep we saw it and uh, uh yeah having three PO basically having a Carrie Fisher uh I'm sorry having a Princess Leia cameo without having to use Carrie Fisher's likeness in an AI thank you for finding a way to do that Dave Filoni it makes perfect sense that she just send three PO in with a bonus mic drop of oh yeah Leia sent me because you're not worth her time. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah, that was badass. <laughs> uh, and so while that's going on, uh, basically um, they get to the planet that Thrawn's on. And he has this, he has basically an undead army of stormtroopers. Yeah. And so. He has partnered with the Night Sisters of Dathomir, who uh, were stranded on this planet a long time ago, which is also, as we can tell, Kind of the end of the Purgle migration routes. Yep. It's like an end of the galaxy. Yep. Uh, but also, uh, Sabine goes and finds Ezra, and he's just living amongst some crabs, some crab people, some hermit crab people. He's just chilling. Yeah. On, you know, avoiding Thrawn. Uh, and then... Play, playing a constant game of Tom and Jerry with uh, one of the galaxy's most dangerous uh, strategic minds. Well, I mean, technically, he kind of won at that point because he stranded him here with him. So, I mean, technically, yep. he kind of won at that point. But 
What do you think of Grown Up Hot Ezra? Okay, cool. I'm fine with it. I'm 100% fine with it. I just wish he would have gotten his own lightsaber. That's it. He does. No, I meant like, as in like, if he would have, if he would have had, if he would have remade a a backup one, like if he would have been like, oh, I'm just going to have a backup one. Like... He, he said while he was on that planet, he didn't need a lightsaber because the Force was his ally. I, he didn't make another lightsaber until he was in the fucking portable lightsaber workshop. I understand. And he made that shit within five minutes. I understand. Um, that sh- to me, that was the only, uh, like, kind of, eh. Uh, I know the Force is your ally, but come on, man. It's a fucking laser sword. I mean, he still kicked ass with just the Force. Dude, by the way, I don't know if it's this new Disney era thing, but when fucking people catch the fucking lightsaber before it hits them, that's fucking badass. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, go ahead, Ezra. Go ahead. Do what you're doing, bro. Do what you're doing. Um, And then... He pulled the, uh, what's his name from the Jedi Fallen Order games, Cal Kestis. Oh, yeah. Yep. He, that that force stop move. Yeah. Well, I mean, technically, uh, Kylo Ren did that with the blaster bolt. You're right. He just stopped it. Um, and uh, then Ahsoka shows up, and all hell breaks loose. And then, okay, so the first episode that Thrawn's in, I didn't like him. But the second episode Thrawn was in, I was like, that's Thrawn. Same. That's the literally one. same. The the very first impression of him, I I was a little bit weirded out. It looked a little bit uncanny valley. Mm-hmm. Took me an episode to warm up to him, and when I warmed up to him, I fully believed yeah. it. <coughs> this I is mean, Thrawn. Full stop. I still would want Jason Isaacs or Idris Elba, but I'm fine with what we got. Like me too. I would rather he, he captures the spirit of this very calm very strategic which by the way i literally laughed so hard when he goes wait anakin skywalker was her old master we got to get the fuck out of here now oh the way he panics yeah he's just like um two ships let's go (laughs) now other people have talked about this other star wars fans have talked about this aspect but i don't think it's a clone wars episode i think it's a clone wars era comic or novel that talks about when uh Anakin and then I think it was Commander Thrawn. Uh yes, because they were on the Bach two. Yeah, and they went and they worked together on one thing. Uh yeah. It was one of my favorite lines from that book was hilarious because uh Thrawn basically was like, Hmm, so you're fighting droids against clones. Hmm. Seems stupid. And I'm just like, Thank you. Yeah, literally. Thank you. Thank you, Thrawn. Literally. So it showed how they were able to work together and about how they, you know, helped each other out on other things. So technically, if you do read the books, um, you do see how the relationship of Thrawn and Anakin work together. So I like that, and I thought that was really well done. But, like, you can't, you know, show that on a six hour or an eight hour TV show. Like you, you have to know that going in. Being said, I hope in season two that we do get some kind of flashback sequence of a younger Hayden Christensen and maybe 
this will be the chance to recast Thrawn as someone younger uh, in older flashbacks. Ooh. Ooh. Who would you cast as a young Thrawn? Ooh. What's his face? Benedict Cumberbatch. No, he's too old now. What's his face? Uh, Young Professor X. Young Professor X. Oh, McAvoy. Or, or Fassbender. Either or. Uh... Ooh, Fastbender would be really good. Yeah, but Fastbender would be really good. I think he's too old now. Who's the actor that played Pennywise? Oh, uh, fucking uh, he's one of the he's Scars got a crazy guards. eye. One of the Scars guards. Yeah, one of the Scars guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he'd be interesting. Yeah, or you know what? Look, they got Kang. Just get uh, uh, just get Kang to to be a young Thrawn. Like, I mean, he's he's doing a good job in Loki season two. I, I don't know. I, yes, I don't know how much publicly we're loving Jonathan Majors right now. Look, I understand. A lot of that is in a weird state of flux. 100% understand that. 100% understand that. But nothing has... He is innocent until proven guilty, though. That's true. That's true. That's the state. That's the state that we're supposed to live in, in this country. Just saying. You're you're absolutely right. Jonathan Majors would be... I don't know if he'd be right for Thrawn. You think he's too bombastic? I, th- I, I think he's too big. Oh, for a young Thrawn. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but basically, uh, Dave Filoni did, at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark, what Indiana Jones did. He took Ezra and Thrawn, took them away from the uh, from uh, the hidden galaxy, and left Ahsoka and Sabine. Yep. Oh, and by the way, I love Which Thrawn. I just, I fucking love this. The whole boss tower. I love Thrawn when he. Was I like, kept calling it a boss tower, but it, it's a boss tower. What 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 about Thrawn? Uh, I love when he's like, "You deserve to be here, such as a Ronin yourself." And I was like, "Damn, Thrawn." Damn. I mean, he's not wrong. I completely understand him. He's not wrong. But fuck his fucking words. And then at the very end, we get to see Hayden Christensen's Force Ghost. So cool. Uh, It's great. So fucking cool. I had literally after that episode. Oh, by the way, how'd you like the end credits? Because Tesla loved it because it's Space Game of Thrones. Space Game of Thrones. I also lo- I loved the end credits of this show. I love the music of the show. Kevin Kiner, uh, who did the music for Clone Wars and Rebels, give him an actual orchestra and not just that synthesized bullshit. And oh my god, the magic he can do. He understands the assignment. When when he when someone tells him make a score for Star Wars, he understands the assignment. He understands the style. Good. Good. Uh no, I'm, I'm glad. So did did you hear any themes from uh, Clone Wars or uh, Rebels? Oh, play? several, several. Uh, there there were themes for Kanan and uh, um, Hera, which I I hate that we haven't already talked more about Mary Elizabeth Winstead's perfect casting as Hera. Oh, just awesome. Uh, so do you want to talk about casting right now? Ray Stevenson, amazing. David Tennant, amazing, phenomenal. amazing. Uh, uh, Rosario Dawson, stupendous, amazing. Which we already knew because she had already done trial runs of this in Mandalorian, and we loved her then. 
and she's getting even more to do with now. I've heard so much criticism of, of like, oh, Rosario Dawson is so flat as Ahsoka. Ahsoka was more lively as a teenager. We literally see in this series the trauma that caused her to be quiet. Exactly. Exactly. She went full she, Gandalf the Grey. She's a seasoned veteran. She went full yes. Gandalf the Grey. She's a seasoned veteran. She has learned through years of experience when to talk and when to fucking fight. Uh, do you want to talk about Natasha? Ugh. She's... Oh. Uh, Sabine. Just big salute. Oh, which, by She's the way, awesome. apparently a couple days after this show premiered was her birthday. Nice! Yeah. That's cool as hell. Diana Lee uh, Inosanto as Morgan Elsbeth. Perfect again. Uh, what, you mentioned Hayden Christensen. Shin Hati, uh, Ivana Skako. Skano? Uh, Skano, I think. Uh, and she's awesome. Which, by the uh, way, not to, not, to, not, to, not to crap on her character, but all she did, she blew her money, she blew her money shot in the first episode. Yeah. Like, I hate to say it. She did a her, good the job. The rest of the series, unfortunately for her, was just daddy issues. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and Ray Stevenson wasn't there for her, apparently. Which, look, if, if daddy in this case is Ray Stevenson... I fully understand it. And you know what? No notes. Uh, Ray Stevenson, just amazing. Ray Stevenson was daddy. We can all agree with that. No, he's granddaddy because Pedro Pascal is daddy. So he's granddaddy. You're right. You're um, right. You're right. You're right. So so, so the daughter is, uh, is uh, Ahsoka. When Ray Stevenson, because this is the same planet that they were on in Rebels right i mean sorry. I, uh, okay wait which one no no, no. the the planet that uh obi-wan anakin and and ahsoka went to when she died we and... don't know well you didn't see the background that was mortis you didn't see the background with all the statues i uh those statues are all over the galaxy okay. there, there was a temple on lothal that had the father the son and the daughter okay so do you think ray stevenson is the dad or if he's the son I don't think he's either. I think he's chasing after that power. Oh. But I don't think he's either. Okay. I also love when he's like, um, this isn't for me anymore. My path lies differently than you. And she's just like, she literally think, looked at him like, the fuck did you just tell me? As the pieces on the board stand right now, the only ways I can think of for Ahsoka and Sabine to get back to the rest of the galaxy where Ezra and Hera and Thrawn and them are, is either A, space whales again. With what ship? I don't know. Well, uh, they fixed the other ship up. Or B. Yang fixed it up. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. Or B, the world between worlds. So, also, another thing is, skeleton crew that's coming out in, I think, January or February, supposedly might link Ahsoka Season 1 to Ahsoka Season 2. Oh, That's what cool. I heard. That's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but yeah, look, Lars Mikkelsen, great job, dude. Awesome. Great job. Fucking awesome is Thrawn. In the second episode, the first episode, I was like, eh. Eh. So, we have a rating system. Oh, and so after the after the entire show ended and you get to see Hayden Christensen as um, uh, Anakin Skywalker, Patron just goes, wait. I thought he's supposed to be old. I was like, all right. I was like, all right. I paused. Force ghosts. 
Force ghosts. I was like, okay. They can be anything they want. No, no, no. This is according to George Lucas himself. The last time Anakin was good was when he was hating Christensen. Yes. So that's why he shows up as a force ghost with Hayden Christensen, because that's the last time he was in touch with the light side. For yes. people, me and you included, for people who love to watch the original Star Wars trilogy, it's all its glory. I'm not one of those people that's like, Star Wars ruined my childhood. I just love to watch the original cut. You get to see Sebastian Shaw as older Anakin. So Patron has watched that Anakin for so long that she didn't understand. So I had to explain no. it to her. I had to explain it to her. But whatever. That's besides the point, people. We have a rating system here on Cinema Full Gems. Full Gem an amazing movie, half Gem an alright movie, or no Gem a horrible movie. And replace movie with series, and that's what you'll get now. But Maestro, what do you give Ahsoka? Or, better known as Rebels Season 5. Uh, this has the potential to be a whole gem series as a season by itself i definitely think it's a whole gem i can see why other people think it's a little bit underbaked and hey it's the first season of what's supposed to go into more seasons of a show and potentially a trilogy of movies so let them bake let dave filoni work on what he's working on because he's clearly got a lot of really fun ideas, and he's clearly translating George Lucas's ideas better than George Lucas was ever able to translate his own ideas during the prequels. Yep. Yep. What do you think, Admiral? It's almost... It's like if you're jumping for a ball and you almost grab it, and the ball is a full gem. That's what I feel like this is. It's almost... It's almost there. Almost there. Let it be. It's almost there. I know I've said no. that about series and have been wrong before, Game of Thrones, but <laughs> let it be. Sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. No, that's fair. I'm glad that got you. I'm so sorry. But look, let, please water. let us know what y'all think. Y'all can email cinemagems15 at gmail.com and you can listen to more of our episodes if you aren't already tired of our voices on lowrainpictures.com or most of the places where you find podcasts. And I also did check um, the Gmail mailbag. I don't know why I said Gmail mailbag, but the Gmail bag. Um, haven't gotten anything yet from anybody. Come on, people. Come on. Send them uh, on in. We'll read it on air. Uh, just please include a fake name that you'd like us to address you as. Uh, because because not, Maestro mean, and Admiral Admiral are totally real names. The Admirable Admiral, not Admiral Admiral. Come on. Ad Admiral Admiral? <laughs> Come on. But look, guys, just want to make sure that you're taking some time for yourself because the world is basically on fire at this point. Look, yep. We know that things are going on, and we know that you know that things are going on, and we know that we can't talk about certain things, and that's fine. Because we don't want to voice our opinions on things that we don't fully know or grasp any capability of. We're not going to pretend to have the right to speak for people all the way across the world. Right? We don't know their struggles. We don't know what the fuck they're dealing with. We just want, you know, the needless killing to stop. I want humans to get along. That's yeah. all I want. I yeah. want everyone to get along. That's all I want. 
Easier said than done, unfortunately. Oh, 100% uh, easier said. And it's a fucking mouthful to say. But look, guys, just remember to thank Kevin George for letting us use your music. And also Marty and the Aragon Zerber for allowing us to be on your website, lowrainpictures.com. Guys, look, the New Orleans Film Festival with this past weekend, if you saw any films that you truly enjoyed, please email us at cinemagems15 at gmail and let us know. Find a way to watch it. So we can check it out and see. Absolutely. Just remember to take some time for yourself before you can help anyone else because it's hard to be a human without 14 wars going on right now. Guys, we are struggling with y'all because we don't get paid for this. We don't. We do this for free. So you hear that, Dave Filoni? You hear that? And Admiral, once again, thank you for letting me have this once a week fun, rambling, nerdy shit with you. Oh, no problem. Thank it's you it's always one it. of the best parts of my week. Thank you for doing it. Next week is two, uh, is TBA? Or is TB, TB the T- TBD, for now. TBD. TB, we have a TB few ideas. Term. Yeah, we know, we know, but y'all don't know. But we know. So next time when y'all hear our voices, we'll know. But guys, just remember to take some time and also wipe your hooves and see you later. But remember, black lives always, always. matter, guys. Love y'all. Bye, guys. See you.